This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey guys, and welcome back to Gen Z Money. Today's episode is going to be part of our career series where we're talking to a bunch of young people about what they do for work and how they got there. Today, I'm going to be talking to Piers, who is a wedding photographer. We're going to be going through what a wedding photographer does on a day-to-day basis, how you can become a wedding photographer, the challenges, the best parts, how much you can expect to be paid, how you can promote yourself, the skills that make for a good wedding photographer, and some tips for those that are looking to make that a career themselves. I really loved this chat with Piers. He's doing so much great work at only 18 years old, so I hope that you find this valuable too. Hey, Piers, thank you so much for joining us on Gen Z Money. Hello, thank you for having me. Now, Piers, I wanted to talk to you today because you have a really interesting career at a very young age. So for those who haven't heard from you before, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, my name is Piers. I'm from the Gold Coast and I am 18 years of age and I am a wedding photographer. Amazing. So I want to take you back to high school. Uh, did you know in high school that you wanted to be a wedding photographer and what, what did you do from there? Uh, in high school, not specifically weddings, but I always wanted to be a photographer. Um, I remember since grade seven, I would like go out and shoot a sunset. And um, from there, from grade seven to grade 12, just continued growing the passion. Um, and then it was in grade 12 that I just came along and shot a friend's wedding. And I thought, you know what, this could be really great to continue to get into. So what is it about wedding photography in particular that caught your attention? Um, One, the money. (laughs) And then (laughs) two, just the whole like vibe of the day. Um, Being able to tell a couple's story is amazing. That's why we called our business The Story Co. But yeah, it's it's just a big vibe. Um, Weddings are cool. They're fun. Uh, Couples are fun. So it's just cool to be amongst it all and capture those moments. So tell me a little bit about the Story Co. What does that involve? That's a business that you started yourself? Yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, business I started with a friend who's a videographer. So basically, it's not just wedding photography. It's, It's a package deal where couples can get photo and video in the one deal, making it a bit more affordable and easy for them. And since we've launched about six to 12 months ago, we've now shot about five to seven weddings. So we hit our goals um, for the first year because we knew that we wouldn't shoot insane amount, but um, we hit our goals and, and basically, yeah. So what made you decide to start your own business versus maybe trying to get a job as an employed photographer? Yeah, I would just say um, being my own boss and kind of having the freedom of what the business would run like um and whereas when you work as an employed photographer you probably not as making as much you know income or the profit so having my own freedom to be able to take the direction and, and reign over my own business um and it kind of would be my own style um since starting i have like developed my style and and the kind of theme that we roll with so what are you doing on a day-to-day basis? Um, let's say you've got a, a, a photography shoot for a wedding. What does a typical day look like? On the day of a wedding? Yeah. All right. So wake up. Uh, thank God. Um, and <laughs> then just basically, normally if it's local, we'll go get coffee. We'll chat over the day. We'll chill. I like to keep things chill. Like um, 
a lot of photographers or people when you tell them you're a wedding photographer they're like oh stressful you know um <laughs> but i just like to keep things chill um charlie and i my business partner will normally hang out and we know everything we need to do um then we'll turn up in the morning typically to shoot getting ready we'll make sure everything's good we'll encourage the bride and groom um and then from there head to the venue and have fun and yeah just capture the day mainly i'm just capturing whatever's in front of me so I'll just have my camera out at all times. And what are some of the things that you do before and after a wedding in terms of editing um, and all the business side of things? Yeah, so there's a lot behind the scenes more than just shooting the wedding. There's a lot of editing that goes into it. Um, and then when I'm not editing, um, either, you know, doing some marketing, running some, some campaigns, brainstorming, also contacting couples, uh, emailing. So our upcoming couples will we'll like keep in contact with them and make sure everything's gone all right, um, make sure they're okay. Recently, we just ran a campaign. So that took up most of my past couple of weeks. We ran a um, giveaway and it was successful um, with our goals. So we're pretty happy about that. So now it's just trying to get the runners up from that campaign to book us. So yeah, day to day, it's actually a bit of fun just working from home and a lot of freedom on when to work like because what you put in is what you'll get out absolutely and in terms of uh learning how to be the best wedding photographer you can be did you undertake any qualifications did you ever feel the pressure to go to university or anything like that yeah my parents wanted me to go to university but um i just thought that's not the role or the the way i wanted to go i did take a diploma of business uh back in high school um but honestly, don't remember any of it. Um, but it's funny you asked that. Yesterday, I signed up for a um, business course with a guy in Melbourne called Jai Long. Um, so that's going to be great the, over the next year to um, level up the business, um, be educated and just yeah, take everything to the next level. Um, he's an amazing wedding photographer and it's just cool to be able to join a community that he has and um, everyone's supporting each other on. So that's what I'm doing at the moment to level up, yeah. So as a wedding photographer, how do you actually promote yourself and make your business known? I imagine getting out there is probably one of the biggest challenges. Yeah, it is. Um, firstly, uh, most of our weddings were people we knew. So it started with our inner circle. So I think I just had to be confident and say, hey, look, we're doing weddings. This is the business promoted on socials and, and get in people's faces. And then, you know, once you create that awareness, um, your friends or people or friends of your friends, they'll know um, a photographer and that might be me and they'll inquire and um, hopefully book. Other than that, we also have started a lot of um, like social media marketing. Um, we're running our socials, trying to keep it consistent. We also launched our website a couple of months ago. That was a, a long slog, but it was good to get it done with and yeah, just blogs, hopefully you'll get them running. Um, but there's a lot of way that we can market it. Um, but I think it firstly just starts with the inner circle and um, word mouth advertising is the best. Yeah, definitely. And you said before about uh, on, the, on the day of the wedding, you're not only photographing the ceremony, but you're also photographing things like getting ready, which are all very personal moments. So what are some of the um, qualities or traits of a good wedding photographer outside of just having the skills of taking the photos? Yeah, I think they've got to be really personable and uh, friendly, um, easy to get along with and, um, uh, you know, just really calm the nerves of the couples. Uh, sometimes they're a bit antsy and, and just, you know, just 
help them out, you know. I would say, yeah, friendly, um, getting along with people. You know, it's a, it's a people business, so you've got to be sociable. Yeah, I'd say that, yeah. So at your first wedding that you shot, were you nervous? Uh, the first wedding I shot solo, I was. The first wedding I shot with a group of people. There was like three photographers. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Um, that <laughs> one, I was really chill. I was just, you know, doing a bit of free roam, shot whatever I want. But the first one alone, I'd say I was pretty nervous. Um, but by the end of the day, it was a big relief. I feel like I really prepared well. So if there is anyone out there who is going to shoot a wedding alone, just prepare well, maybe undertake a quick course on lighting and um, creating portraits. That's what I did. And it really helped. Like I went into the the day planned out. I had a document with my table, like, all right, this is the run sheet. These are the shots that I'd like to get. And the couple was really happy. And um, they also thought that I made them like, more comfortable and, and laugh. So I don't know, on shoots, I like to laugh, you know, have a joke and play some music and really just have fun. Hey, like if everyone's serious, it's not that fun. Yeah. Kind of put everyone at ease a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that really impressed me is that you are only 18. I imagine you're probably quite a bit younger than a lot of the people that you might be working for. So do you feel like there's any extra hurdles in being young? Do you feel that you have to prove yourself any more than you would if you were older? Personally, I feel like I've always been quite confident, um, no matter my age. Like I've always just been kind of the go-getter type. I I think couples might overlook, oh, he's a bit young, but your work needs to speak for itself. And if your work's great, then there's not going to be an issue. And if you're really confident, then people will trust that. Like confidence is able to be trusted. And if you're a bit nervous about your work or you're showing someone, you're like, oh, I don't know. They probably won't trust that and they'll probably go for someone who's a bit more experienced. But, yeah, personally, I just feel like I've been confident and that hasn't really halted it, um, anything because of my age. Amazing. So let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you love about your job. What are the best parts of being a wedding photographer or your favourite moments? The best parts would probably be just making the the client really happy the couple really happy especially um them sharing on their socials and and they're just stoked with their photos and um the end result of that delivering the gallery and they're really happy um you've successfully told their day that's probably the best part um the other best part so there's so many hey that's a great question sometimes like i don't really get emotional but at weddings Weddings are a different, like, they hit a, they hit a spot, <laughs> hey, like, um, there's, well, there's just always these scenes where as soon as they walk down the aisle, they'll always be, like, a grandparent and they'll come up and hug them and they're all crying and I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I'll, like, shoot that. But meanwhile, behind the glass, I'm, the lens, I'm like, oh, <laughs> internally <laughs> crying. <laughs> yeah, they're the best spots. And, and then and then always the party's fun. Um, we had one on, on the Gold Coast. And it was the day of the lockdown and the lockdown was at 4 p.m. And they're like, right, we're going to party until 4. <laughs> and they got so <laughs> loose. That was fun. Um, so, yeah, that, that was really fun. Yeah, but there's so many good moments, hey. And um, But I would say that the pinnacle is definitely making sure that the couple is happy and that they're all satisfied. It's all about the, the client experience. For sure. And you did mention there a lockdown as well. So that actually brings me to my next question of what are some of the challenges of your job? Yeah, probably in the recent season, COVID. Um, Queensland, where I am, hasn't had it too bad. But 
there was that recently a snap lockdown and and um we had a wedding on that day which was a bit crazy they were stressing out we were like what the heck we weren't expecting this um because i just always thought oh it'll never happen here eh? it will be fine <laughs> um <laughs> yeah but yeah probably the challenge is that, that that's one covid couples not being able to really have their weddings or maybe holding off but personally the business has gone all right actually like um we had two weddings that could have been in lockdown but they ended up being out of lockdown um so it was just a smaller gathering and um that actually turned out all right it's kind of cool being an intimate ceremony maybe another um another challenge could be sometimes there's some quiet months and it's a bit hard to generate leads and find bookings but definitely coming up with a strategy like a giveaway has absolutely made brand awareness and the potential to book a good amount of couples for 2022. So are there wedding seasons? I don't know much about weddings. Um, yeah, well, I guess it kind of depends on the state, but um, I think weddings happen all year round. A great thing that's on the rise is a winter wedding. Like mm-hmm. the Gold Coast is not even that cold in the winter. Um, the weather's good. Like summer weddings here, I think they're the popular season because a lot of our giveaway couples are entering for like January to April around there. Mm-hmm but it's just going to be insanely hot. So <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. I, if I was getting married, I would do a winter wedding um, personally. And I think they're a good vibe, but um, yeah, I think the, the busy months are probably summer. I guess they're all year round. So that's the good thing. A lot of photographers mm-hmm. in the down months might do family shoots or um, relax and just, you know, kick back, might go on a holiday or also maybe finish off some editing. Cause that's a long process. So were there any, like for, for yourself as well, if you're not doing wedding photography, do you offer any other services? The Story Co is like a niche towards weddings, but I also do run just my individual sole trader business, um, which is just under my name, Pierce Brennan. And being graduated last year, I've shot formals for the past couple of years. So they're good fun, you know, you talk formals. Um, so I, I do events and birthdays and formals if they ever come up but yeah the story code is just niche towards wedding but um in saying that like if a family came along yeah we booked them <laughs> yeah for sure so as a wedding photographer what, what do you kind of expect to be paid what are, what do wedding photographers normally get paid for their work uh honestly that varies um each photographer would charge different most of them um depending on their value and worth to start off our bookings, we didn't have any supply and demand. So our price was lower and we just wanted to get into it. So we gave this insane deal for photo and video for $2,000 and like, you know, couples were winning. <laughs> um, <laughs> but since then we have launched like a price guide and, and um, our middle package is around the four mark. So 4K for photo and video. Um, honestly, you'll get photographers who will charge cheap a thousand dollars, but you kind of get what you pay for. Hey. And then you also get photographers who will charge 8k. It's insane. So that's definitely a goal to increase over time. Um, but it's kind of just a supply and demand thing. So you did mention that in the wedding photography business, there can be periods of time where there may be less work than others. Um, how do you manage your personally, how do you manage money, uh, in those, in those situations? 
Yeah, great question. Um, so for us at the moment, we only get paid for the weddings we shoot. So my day-to-day job um, just casually is working at Kmart. And then also if any other photography work comes along, it's always really helpful. Um, so we're not, we should pay ourselves a little weekly wage soon, um, whether it's small. When we're not shooting weddings, it's kind of just your, your normal job. Um, but our goal next year is to go full-time. Amazing. Well, I can't wait to see that happen for you, Piers. I've seen your work and it looks amazing. So really excited for you. So what would your advice be for someone who's looking to make photography their career? Oh, the best question. Um, I would say just continue practicing, uh, level up your skills, watch YouTube, educate yourself, um, go out and shoot, have passion projects, find inspiration. Um, and if you're into specifically wanting to get into weddings, um, find a local photographer or maybe you know someone um, and just ask if you could tag along from them. When you do tag along, be um, willing to learn and being helpful. You know, it might just be literally like carrying their bags or their gear, but watching and, and being in the room will do you a lot about, be like, would be great for you. And I would say, yeah, just, just get into it. Um, be confident, be bold and do it. Amazing. Well, thank you again so much for joining us on the podcast. I think this is really helpful. Um, If anyone wants to check out your work and see what you're doing, where can they find you? They can find us on Instagram at thestoryco underscore or online www.thestoryco.com.au. Perfect. Thanks so much, Piers. Thanks so much for having me. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers, and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289.